Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist, here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach and trainer, Michael Lafito. Welcome to another episode of Luxury Friday's Technology. We had the gremlins jump up, but we are live and we're excited to share with you some best practices on follow-up systems today. That's going to be the goal of today's show. So if you're watching, you're listening, welcome to another episode of Luxury Specialist. We have two special guests on today, but before I bring them on, you are in the right place, whether you're a newer agent or you're a seasoned veteran, whether you're with an independent brokerage or you're with a large franchise, we don't have a scarcity mindset. Our goal is to raise the bar across the industry, no matter which brokerage you're with. Today, we have two guests on, and we're gonna be talking about best practices when following up with your sphere versus your past clients, versus prospective clients. We're gonna be talking about that today. And there's something for everybody, no matter what CRM you, list, uh, you, you have, but we are gonna bring our special guest on from Follow Up Boss, along with a Tom Ferry top coach who is huge into developing systems within your CRM. That's what we're gonna be talking about today. Just a reminder, you guys can always type in your questions. You can type in your questions in whatever platform you're watching, whether you're on LinkedIn, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on Instagram, you can type in your questions and we will literally uh, we will literally answer them live on this show. Again, if you are getting value from our podcast or our live stream, please leave us a like, leave us a review, a review. Our guests are not compensated. I'm not compensated. We're trying to bring value. And if we do a good enough job and you get one nugget that you can implement, I am asking for, if we've earned it, a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever platform you're watching. So we're going to bring the first guest I'm going to bring on. I'm really excited about today's first guest, and we're going to bring them both on, but not just at the same time. I want to introduce them separately. So this first guest I'm going to bring on Andrew Dorn, you see Andrew there. Andrew, how you doing, buddy? Great, Michael. How you doing today? I'm doing excellent. So you and I have known each other probably for eight or nine years from when you were previously with Realtor.com. But Andrew Dorn is currently the vice president uh, and national speaker at Follow Up Boss. He's got over 25 years of experience in digital real estate and works directly with clients, users, and ambassadors of Follow Up Boss. Before jo joining Follow Up Boss, he was vice president at realtor.com and had a lot of different roles with speaking, sales, and marketing. Seemed like whenever I was at a Inman event or various industry event, uh, Andrew was there and we we struck up a, fr a friendship and uh, we are, I'm a follow-up boss client, but whether you're with Chime or somewhere else, again, there's gonna be some value for you with best practices today. But again, follow-up boss, Andrew Dorn, welcome. And I wanna keep you on while I bring on my next guest, uh, again, we have two guest speakers today, and uh, Greg Holthaus, who currently owns and operates two brokerages, and I'm bring him on camera so you can see his handsome face, uh, and a property management firm where he owns commercial and multifamily portfolios with over 450 units in Illinois. 
He's an avid user of follow-up boss and why local and his business and his coaching. In 2016, he, he expanded his career and joined the Tom Ferry Coaching Network where he has excelled and is currently a top team plus and mastery coach as well as a member of the Tom Ferry Speaking Bureau. He currently coaches top teams in 38 markets across the country and over his career has coached some of the top teams in America in over 100 different markets. Both Greg, Andrew, thank you for your time today. Thank you for having us. We're yeah, Michael, excited. thanks so much for having us. I'm One of the reasons I'm so excited about this topic today is that there is so much potential business in your database. And in order to access that appropriately and, and in a relevant way is, is something that where you don't have to spend for marketing, you don't have to spend for retargeting, you don't need to buy leads. It, it, I'm really excited. And, and Greg, I've got to know him over the last couple of years, and he does it so well with his team and coaches it. So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about having you. So you're going to speak on a on a high level, the benefits of of having a CRM, keep it you know simple when it comes to following up with your database and your sphere or even prospects. And then I look at Greg, the, the the coach, the guru. I know yesterday when we were talking, prepping, he corrected me. He said he's not left brain, but he definitely has systems in the place. He's tested things, and so he's going to go into some some simple strategies, but also a little bit deeper today. But let's first talk a little bit about best practices and sometimes best practices are what's not working or don't do this, right? So, you know, when I go to these conferences, a common theme, even last week I was in Naples, Florida for the T3 summit and the president of realtor.com was up there talking and he was talking about many agents, they just don't follow up with leads, period. So, you know, they get a sign call, they get a website lead on a listing, hey, I want more information. Many agents aren't even calling the consumer back, and that's frustrating to the consumer. So don't do that, right? Are there any don't do's that you want to add to that, Greg or Andrew? I, I could give a really good don't do. <clears throat> the worst time to think about what you're going to say to somebody is when you're saying it. So don't be the person that practices on your clients. I, I constantly compare uh, real estate to sports. If you've been an athlete, uh, you've been in a competitive situation. This market is a very competitive situation. And I had a coach once tell me, and, and I played collegiate golf, and he said, all the work on the golf course, all your strokes are made out there on the driving range and practicing and getting ready. You show up on game day to win your trophy. So do the work off the court or off the golf course. You know, don't go and play. And I see so many agents that, okay, I'm going to get pumped up to call my sphere. And today is the day. And they get in there and they start calling with no script, no preparation whatsoever. You know, we prepped yesterday and it helps. And so do the work, find a role play partner. Don't be the agent that practices on clients. Great, great advice. Again, for those of you that are just tuning in on Instagram or you're watching live or watching a replay for that matter, uh, we have uh, both Greg and Andrew. We're talking about best practices with Sphere and your past clients or prospects. 
And Greg's first nugget of the day was don't practice when you're on the call, right? You know, mentally prepare, scripting, overcoming objections, knowing your unique value proposition. If they called about one, two, three Elm Street, you know, have 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 the MLS sheet ready as your cheat sheet if you need, but understand the unique value prop proposition of your properties. Uh, would you like to add anything to that, Andrew? Yeah, first, just echoing Greg's statement of, uh, and, and thought about that. I was watching the uh, the Celtics game last night against the against the um, the who they play 76ers. the 76ers, 76ers, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know if you know this, but one of the one of the better players in the league is Jason Tatum, for, formerly with Duke, and obviously uh, what a great coach Coach K was for him. But he started out the game one for fourteen, so what a dismal performance, right? I I think a lot of players would just kind of kind of give up on their on their shot right I mean you've you've had one success out of 14 but he didn't stop in the in the fourth quarter he ended up scoring like 16 points and that wasn't because uh he just winged it that's because of the hours and hours of practice that he 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 put in and actually trusted himself and so it goes back to what Greg says is why would you why would you practice on your clients that's that's an unbelievable point. And my 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 don't, if you will, since we're on the top topic of don'ts is don't assume, don't assume, especially don't assume that your clients know what you know. I've talked to so many realtors and, and brokers that sometimes that they they have failure because they actually assume that this buyer, this seller knows what they know. It's in general, it's absolutely the opposite. You're the professional. You're the one who knows the market the best, the negotiation, the marketing for the home, all those things. And so if you if you find out the, the base level of knowledge that that buyer or seller has and meet them there and don't assume they know something, it will go a long way and you'll be much clearer and accurate in in your uh, presentation, if you will, and your in your kind of uh, demeanor of, of how you, how you work with them. So don't, don't ever assume. And that's a reminder that I actually give myself on a daily basis. <laughs> and I see right? this by assume, right? Don't assume. Cause it makes it out of you and me, right? You know what they say. About that's a, that. that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So, so some really great advice there. And I love sports analogies and you hit the nail on the head, right? Like, you know, one of the things I tell my kids when I'm coaching them in sports is finish, finish, right? It's, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Any, anybody could, you know, be excited about the baseball game this weekend if their team is 5-0, and oh, but when you're 0-5, you know, and you're struggling, that's really, those are life lessons. So some really good stuff there, guys. So uh, we're talking about do's and don'ts, so that's a don't. Let's talk about some best practices for speed. Okay, so <clears throat> the first thing you have to do, is, in my opinion, is know what your value proposition is. So many people ask, what's your value as a realtor? What are you offering to the consumer? And this is something that I've really been driving home with my coaching clients. And, and that is, you know, when you call someone that you know, you have to be able to offer a service, whether they're buying or selling now or later. And it's been proven by many of the aggregators out there that there's one thing that people want to know about, and that's their home value. 
So you need to be a market expert in order to have good conversations with your sphere, because I can guarantee you that there's one conversation that's going to come up and that's going to be, how's the market? And I ask, you know, a lot of my clients all the time, how's the market? And sometimes the answers I get, I'm like, okay, this is a spot where we can work. And so by knowing your market metrics, you can share that. And then that's a talking point. So if I call you and I say, Hey, Michael, you know, I'm just following up and, you know, I wanted to offer you a free service and something that I don't really expect anything for, because I want to earn your business later right now. And I want to give you a free market report. I'm going to keep you up to date on what's going on in your neighborhood. And once a year, I'm going to offer a total equity review of your home so that should you decide to buy or sell now or later, you have an idea of where you stand in the market. Should you go to make that decision? And so many people don't know how to you know, get that conversation going. And I tell my clients all the time, just be straightforward and tell them why you're calling. I want to give you something of value for free, period. And keep people up to date with the values of the home. And then that's going to lead to conversations. You know, I had a client not too long ago that made that call <clears throat> and found out that these people are going to be moving in a couple years. They digitize them in their database, which is a do. So then you have to digitize that information. And then they made a custom follow-up plan through follow-up boss. And all you're going to do at that point then is keep digitizing every person that you know and asking them, what's your plan? And if you digitize that plan, follow up in accordance with what the consumer tells you and keep providing value when it comes to market reports and the value of your home, guess what? You just planted a seed and earned the business for life, not just in the moment. So many agents are after that right now business that they're not really planting the seeds that they need for the long-term consumer relationship. Yeah, free market value, right? People want to know what their house is worth. That, that's, a, that's a great reminder. People want to know what their house is worth. It could be worth more today than they even think, right? So that's something that they, they want to know about. Great point. Uh, you know, anything to add to that, Andrew? You know, you're our, you're our CRM guru. Again, for those of you just joining, Andrew Dorn, uh, is uh, with Follow Up Boss, and he's sharing best practices, what he's seeing from all types of uh, follow up boss users, CRM users, and, and Coach Greg is, you know, he's, he's, he's dived a little bit deeper on this and he's split test and seeing what's working, what's not working. And so, again, people want to know what their house is worth right now. 70% of all homeowners that have a mortgage across the USA, their interest rate is 4% or less, right? So if people are just rate shoppers, it's not a great time to buy or sell, but life is what drives real estate. People are relocating. People are getting job promotions. A lot of people, I, 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 Tom shared a statistic the other day. It was over like 35% or 38% of homeowners own their house free and clear across the United States. Uh, that was staggering to me. So they have a lot of equity. Um, so anything you'd like to add to that, Andrew, besides the free market review, free home analysis, what's my house worth, right? I teach agents all the time. The most listened to radio station the consumer listens to is WIIFM. What's in it for me? And so as a consumer, they they want they, people love HGTV. They love their house. They probably curious. Hey, we heard we're in a recession, maybe our market slow, market's hot. What's my house worth today, May 2023? Well, first, first, I just want to say another thing we shouldn't assume, right, is they know the value of their home. So I love two things uh, that Greg just said. First of all, now you're not assuming they know the value of their home. 
and you're you are in a position to really educate them and enlighten them on on something that especially in this market that they have no idea and you're able to you're able to really um, bring that to the table as value and then this and the second thing is what a beautiful touch people are obsessed with knowing the value of their home and now once a year at least you're going to do that with all of your past clients I, by the way i don't like calling them past clients they're clients um uh, doctors don't call their past patients past patients they're right. their patients assume they're clients for life so i love i love that what a great touch greg but one do i want to talk about and, and follow-up boss of course believes in this and you know in anyone who's very successful in real estate if not if they're not doing this already they will be is the power of of text so and and of course we have that within follow-up boss a lot of crms have that but the open rate right now across the board for text is 98 percent, 98 percent, give or take a, a maybe a percent the email open open rate in the real estate industry is between 25 and 30 percent so leverage texting leverage that as much as you can and if you do send a very valuable email for example greg let's say one of his clients he coaches is doing what he says which is a annual kind of market update of of what the home value is of their of their property um go ahead and text them that you sent the email it's it, it's a strategy called double tap so you send that email and say now hey did you get that very interesting information about the value of your home in a text and now that let's say it's the open rates 25 to 30 percent now you have a 98 percent operate open rate in the text with something everybody wants to know which is the value of their home now one one more thing i'll add to that michael and greg is is video and um i love our friends over at at bomb bomb you, you both know them very well uh their national speaker over there is alicia baruti and she's a great friend and she just released some stats that they have, which are pretty inspiring regarding leveraging video. And by the way, especially when in text, because now it increases the open rate to 98%, but 70% fewer touches it takes to generate a response if you use video. So that's 70% less effort if you wow. use video. The other thing that I think you- Smarter, not harder. I, I call that working smarter, not harder. It's unbelievable. And we all we all have cameras on everything, on our phones, on, whether it be a Droid or iPhone, our laptop, even our iPad Pros or wh whatever we have. The other thing is if you are doing any sort of co uh, cold calling outbound reach, which a lot of uh, teams and realtors do, it's a 2X, double X improvement on the response and the connection of your outbound calling. So double the- Double the success if you leverage video. So those are a couple do's and um, and wow. follow up boss supports both the, both video and texting. Wow, that's that's great. Thank you for that. You know, I'm, I'm up. You talking about bringing value. Greg talked about bringing value. You know, one of the things that we do in our market is we're consistently reaching out not just to our database but even just our, our local marketplace and. You know, we're sending out, I live in Wheaton, Illinois. This is a marketing piece that you see in the monthly mailers that we get, you know, that you get at your house. And each month I'm sending out a tip of the month. So tip for March, tip for April. Mar uh, May's just hit my mailbox and hit everybody, single family home that I, that I live in my town, Wheaton, Illinois. Every month they're getting a tip of the month where they can scan, they can watch an educational video and you're bringing value, whether it be a tip for a buyer, tip for a seller, or market update. We also offer on the backside uh, an option where they can find out what their house is, you know, an instant quick home valuation, 
you know, there's evaluation, in other words, fresh eyes analysis, and then free home valuation. Make it quick, make it simple. I've even seen people say, you know, text your address to this number to, to get an instant home valuation. So imagine you type in 123 Main Street and you as an agent, you're getting these addresses. A, you have their mobile number because they just texted you from it. And B, you have their address. All right. So, you know, we're talking about best follow up to your sphere and your past clients. So video is huge. You talked about video. Okay. What else are you seeing, Greg? I mean, you're coaching some of the top agents, some of the top teams from different states, different brokerages uh, with Tom Ferry coaching. Uh, what are you seeing best practices with Sphere and past clients besides consistency? Right, right. So, you know, as Andrew is speaking, <clears throat> I'm jotting down notes. I'm like, oh, I want to build on that. I want to build on that. And could you talk up just a little bit? Oh, sorry. Can, is that better? Yeah. Okay. So as, as he was speaking, I'm jotting down notes. I'm like, oh, nugget, nugget, nugget to build on. And the word marketing came to mind when he was speaking. Okay. So in Tom Ferry, we always talk about marketing, advertising to create awareness. And whenever I saw your, your QR code, this brought up a conversation I was just having last night. Does anybody remember pre-COVID what you had to have on your phone just to read a QR code? You had QR code readers. Right. How it's embedded in the camera, like how far technology has came. So yeah. the best practices is you have to market to the people to create awareness because that awareness makes it easier to have better rapport and better rapport leads to trust so that when you call, they've seen what you've been doing. They see examples of how good you are at staying in touch and the value that you have. And so as you're marketing though, this is where, you know, I love Andrew's point. Everybody's a client, but the segregation of past clients in your CRM versus here, the reason to do that is the marketing message is different. So you might be doing two emails a month to your sphere or a postcard or a newsletter, but you might tweak the message to a past client of seven years versus a sphere person that we define as someone that you know, but you've yet to transact with. So whenever I'm coaching my, my clients, I tell them, segregate your sphere. Find that top 10 person. If you're at a party and you say, man, I'm having trouble with my car. I sure need a good mechanic. And that one friend that's across the room comes flying over. We all know him or her. It's like, oh my God, I've got the best mechanic in the world. You've got to use my mechanic. I want that person in follow-up boss tag top 10%. Sphere tag top 10%. And then that's a person that I want to be saying, hey, you know a lot of people. Can I utilize you in some social media strategies? Would it be okay if I just tagged you in a post or at mentioned you where you could participate and bring my relevancy up? So that's a great practice. And it's kind of a more of a, a strategy, the advertising, then the mark, you know, the advertising and marketing, and then the reach out, establishing kind of your set of groupies, making those calls, interacting with them in social, and then calling everybody individually with the right message. If it's a sphere that you've never done anything with, going back to my first example, hey, can I do a home uh, evaluation for you for the first time for free? But then establishing that expectation of future communication with your past client as soon as they leave that, hey, I'm not just your agent right now. I'm your agent for life. And here's how this works. 
You know, you bring up a good point. Uh, you, you can't communicate, you know, or touch, you know, when I mean touch, call, email, handwritten note, uh, drip campaigns, whatever. You don't touch everybody the same. Segmenting, you, you use the word segregation, segmenting, segregation, whatever you want. Segmenting your database differently, right? So you talked about the top 10%, that, that guy that knows somebody. I got a guy. I got a guy. That person that knows everybody, that the, the mayor of their town. You know, that's somebody you want to be in good with, right? You want to bring value to them. You got to figure out what they do for a living. And it can't be a one-way street, right? Reciprocity. I had Michael Mayer on, you know, who is seven levels of communication and referral guru. And it's what he talked about. It's got to be win-win, win-win. And, uh, but you brought up a really good point. So, you know, segmenting your database, communicating differently with the, the top 10%, those those people that are well-connected that, that, you know, they have your back and they're a big advocate for their, for what you do. Um, so some great points there. Andrew, would you like to add anything to that? Well, I just think Greg makes another great point about how fast technology is advancing. It's unbelievable. He used the example of how just, a, just the camera now within your phone will scan a QR code and it, it continues to, I think technology is moving faster and faster. And, and one of the things that I'm very excited about talking about is this buzzword and something that's very real is AI. And I know, I know Greg is definitely uh, involved in a, in a big way in that. And, and I, I look forward to how Greg is using that in his practice. The one thing about Greg is not only is he a coach, he runs a very successful team. Uh, and, and leverages a lot of systems to do so, including systems that, that are leveraging AI, which is going to become more and more prevalent. Well, that's a perfect segue into the next topic I want to talk about today, and that's artificial intelligence, AI, for those of you that aren't familiar, artificial intelligence. And simple yes or no, or maybe it depends. I don't know. But Greg, <laughs> I'll start with you. AI, yes no if the answer is yes then when and we'll go deeper in the when or how how are we going to use ai yeah or how so so ai is 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 a hot issue and so i'm going to be biased to humans and say i believe humans do everything better now ai is a tool that can help us to be better in certain arenas and this could get really technical this could I and mean, i'll try but i'll try to keep it as simple as possible okay not all AI is created equal. So my first recommendation on AI is do the research and, and whoever you're utilizing, ask for referrals of people that are having success with their particular AI system. Okay, yeah. so everybody claims to have AI chat, something AI, but again, this is new technology, okay? So before you just turn everything over to a robot, uh, vet your systems properly would be the, the first recommendation, I would say. Secondly, evaluate your, your, your team, your firm, and look at what kind of support that you have. I mean, I, I kind of always make the joke, everybody needs a CBO. And everyone says, what's a CBO? Chief babysitting officer of your system. Someone that sits there and just watches over it, because when you do get a robust system, you, the, the last thing that you want is the AI chatbot to have a great uh, conversation with someone and mm -hmm. leave them hanging and you the human still doesn't follow up even though the ai communicated with follow-up boss created a chat made a priority lead alert but yet you still didn't do the work of being consistent 
to go in and check it morning, noon, and night to see where those conversations are. Yeah. So, so if it's okay, I'll give you what I suggest if you're leaning into AI or just getting started. Yes, please. Let, let's okay. start for those that are just new to AI. Give give us some 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 bullet points. Yeah, a lot of them you can set hours. A lot of them you can say, okay, just during these times. But make sure that if it, it's in your calendar to check. That's the first part. But but when you go in, and I'm going to use Follow Up Boss right now because that's how I'm set up. Yeah, please. Follow Up Boss with YLOPO. This is what I personally have and a lot of my teams have. I use uh, Raya, which is the AI with YLOPO, in a stage that I created called non-responsive. So because my team has an ISA, a chief babysitting officer, so to speak, somebody that's sitting there watching it, it almost all hours of the day I've got set up where it's being watched. We don't miss the leads when they come in. If the agent can't get to it, we've got somebody there that can't. Okay. Uh, if you have that situation, you don't need 50 people attacking somebody or a chatbot plus the, the, the agent plus the ISA and overwhelming a person that just said, hey, I'm just registering for the first time and I may be a year away. And this goes into top of funnel versus bottom of funnel. And what I do love about follow-up boss is, is it gives me the ability to, through a tag, turn Raya on or turn Raya off or through a stage to have Raya on. And so this all-in, just hit everybody with everything approach is the deterrent or the reason not to use it or how to use it improperly. So when you're leaning into AI, have a system. Decide who's going to be the first contact with 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 the new potential client. And what does that follow-up cadence and accountability look like around it? And then manage the expectations of everyone on your team so that everyone knows their role and stays in their lane. Otherwise, you're, you're, you're driving in LA and that's a mess. We all know that. Chicago's a breeze compared to LA. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Andrew? AI, what are you seeing? You know, I, I know, uh, you know, you have your finger on the pulse with your former uh, relationships and job at realtor.com. And now you're doing some great things at follow up boss. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? You know, what is follow up boss, you know, as a CRM, how are they incorporating AI, if any, at this point? Well, one, one of the beautiful things that that follow-up boss has is an open API that works with companies like Greg Greg just mentioned, YLOPO, basically every every lead system, marketing system, website system. And so um, I, I would say uh, definitely start learning. If you, if you don't know about AI, start learning about it now. Do some research on YLOPO. Do some research on the other companies that support that, but don't rely on it for everything you at some point the, the human side of you needs to get involved or this person that may have been interested you may lose them because it becomes too i guess ai-ish too like robot-ish so uh greg the fact that you already have a system in place with a i love that chief babysitting officer to really um make a decision on when it's time to bubble that up to a live conversation. That's the key. So at, at a, keeping that at a high level, make sure you don't overuse AI or you could lose potential customers. Yeah. Opt out rate is high if it's overutilized. 
Well, they ha so that's the other thing too, is you want to make sure that people, it's, it's, things are in your voice, right? Like they're, they're talking, it's like some people, you're going to see books pop up that are AI written and it's not in people's voice and the consumer can read through that, right? So same, whether it be property descriptions, whether it be anything, right? Look it over. Don't make the assumption that it's good and good enough. You know, we got fair housing issues we have to worry about in our industry as well. When, you know, so there's a lot of moving factors there. And, and I, am on the mindset like like Greg that AI agent intelligence is going to be huge. I mean, I'm right now negotiating a deal uh, in a town near me called Winfield, Illinois. I represent the buyer where I think the property was probably 20% undervalued. So I don't know if AI was involved with the home online evaluation like some of these like that. Um, on our next show, I'm going to have one of the co-founders of Zillow on my show, right? Mm -hmm. And the Zestimate, right? And and one of the things that Tom talked about at his training this week, Tom Ferry, I attended, he talked about, look at the online evaluation, look at the Zestimate. And if this, I'm making up the number, but if the Zestimate said, you know, 900,000 and you think it's worth a million or you sold something where the Zestimate was a million, excuse me, the Zestimate was 900 and you sold it for a million, leverage that. Talk about how, you know, if you as a consumer rely on, you know, these these websites, how you could be leaving money on the table. And that goes back to what Greg talked about. And that was your your free market review, your free analysis. Right. And so, you know, know best. So I think agent intelligence trumps artificial intelligence as far as the local market, having the relationships. But I do believe it can help systematize and help you with you know, some, some, some content as well. And I talked about it earlier, but I'm a big believer in repetitive engagement, communicating consistently, bringing value to your database. So let's talk about how technology can do that, right? So let's talk about systems. How can follow a boss, how can a, a CRM help agents with systems? Because many agents have squirrel shiny object syndrome right they're, they're not laser focused that's where coaching comes in and greg and what you're doing with tom ferry but let's talk about specifically how a crm can help systematize an agent's business you want me to jump in yeah go ahead first all yeah. right all right so <clears throat> i want to say this before you even touch on this subject do not mistake a crm as a crutch or something that's going to do something for you to the point that you still don't have to take action. I just recently spoke for Tom in Anaheim and <clears throat> this was something I was speaking on CRMs. And, and so when you go into, you know, getting your CRM set up, you have to understand that it is a tool to help you. That being said, you have to also understand the systems that you're buying. I'm going to give you an example with YLOPO and follow up boss as what I believe is the killer combination you know, for, for me, for my team. Which what's right for me. Ylopo does retargeting. Ylopo does some of that, those emails through what's called Ylopo Stars, they're back in for me. So if I go in then to follow boss and turn on 15 action plans for a brand new client, we know that they're probably going to be getting 15, 20 emails, which is good, consistent engagement, but it's probably too much. We look at client uh, acquisition cost, CAC. Okay. So, so every time you over advertise, it creates a, an unsubscribe, 
your cost per client, your cost per lead just went up. And so what I find through Tom Perry coaching is, you know, we just recommend for, for people two heartfelt good emails per month and you get to pick the topic, whether it's on, you know, valuations or, you know, happy holidays, right? Just something that is from you, from the heart that, you know, they know that came from you that's not automated. And I'm steering a lot of my clients away from the automated marketing because what you mentioned Zillow has proved, there's only one thing people care about. What new homes are available and what's the value of my home? And they grew to the largest real estate website ever. And that's not by accident. So if you've got Wailopa working over here, taking care of your new clients, sending them the, the information that they consistently, and you build your custom templates over on your CRM and you manually fill out and fill in the blanks off of your templates, I find that that's a really good recipe, but you got to pay attention to your client acquisition cost and your opt out. If you have people opting out, there's too much coming from your CRM. Pull it back. Great, great point. And you talked about valuation and holidays, right? Like those are two, you know, people want to know what their house is worth. How, you know, that's number one. We've talked about that already. But also we're coming up on, you know, when we're doing this live stream, those of you that are going to be listening to our podcast, you know, it would it would be past. But, you know, you got Mother's Day, you got Father's Day, you got Fourth of July, you know, you have Memorial Day, you got Labor Day. These are non you know, non-religious, most, you know, most people, most backgrounds, most cultures celebrate these, right? So those are all safe touches, right? And then going above and beyond, right? Going above and beyond, you know, if you have clients that you know are from the Jewish community, you know, reaching out them on their holidays or, or, you know, various religious backgrounds. That was one thing, one of my former mentors, you know, in Hinsdale, Illinois, she knew the various holidays and her client's background and that was even more a special touch because you know she might have been of the christian descent but she's reaching out and 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 their religious background so again that's a little bit deeper you got to have that relationship to do that and she did but you keep it really simple what's my house worth and and reaching out you know we got tom ferries we got the buffinis you got all these various coaches that it begins with relationships. Your sphere of influence is your gold mine if you communicate with them effectively and consistently. But Greg, you said not too much, right? So in other right. words, you can't put them on some drip email. I opted into some email recently where I got five emails within three hours from this company. Like nothing like delete or unsubscribe like five emails within right. a few hours. So Andrew, yeah. would you like to add to that? Yeah, Greg, great points there. And re regarding CRMs, you know, not all CRMs are created equal. Uh, there's a lot of systems out there that do multiple things, like you'll have your CRM, but they also do your website for you, or they do your retargeting, or they do your marketing, or they generate leads. So follow-up boss is, I just want to be clear to everyone, is it, it is only your CRM. It's basically like your office, where everything from all the other, other things I mentioned, the leads, the marketing, the, the website come into one place. So my question actually for, for Greg is one of the most important things is to make sure that no one falls through the cracks, it, it, right? No new leads, no, no one from your sphere. 
no, uh, as you say, past clients. Although I said, hey, don't call, don't call them past clients. It's okay for sorting purposes. Yes, right, exactly. Yes. So um, I think everybody would love to know, Greg, what is the key thing you do within Follow Up Boss that makes sure that no one falls through the cracks? Meaning everybody is contacted in a relevant way at the right time. I think people would love to know that. There's this wonderful tool called SmartList that you can create. And so if you, <clears throat> and basically all SmartList is, is a, is a predetermined filter, but in follow-up boss, if you're integrated and you're using the phone system that's, that's provided, you can use a, a filter called last communication. So on your sphere, if you wanna make sure that you're touching your sphere every 120 days at a minimum, you just go filter, stage, sphere, or filter source sphere or both so that you hit it, whether you have a stage or a source. So all your sphere are up there. And then you go in last communication over 120 days. So when you log in, I arrange all of my filters left to right with past clients and sphere being specific filters. And then everyone auto populates that's into the system onto that smart list, making it simple to click and if you've got time, take advantage, click the dialer, select all, dial, and then it speed dials for you. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. So nobody's slipping through the cracks, right? So again, we're business owners. Some of you are team leaders. Some of you are seasoned veterans. Some of you listening are, are, are newer agents, you know, communicating consistently, taking your database segmenting your data database uh, greg used top 10 percent your your highest probability of referring sources should be communicated more effectively you know you should take them you know whether it be lunch dinner private client events you know your top 10 percent are your vip you should spend more time love energy but love on everybody and that's where a, a consistent uh, communication and crm comes into place uh, I, I do want to talk about, and we have a, a couple minutes left here. I do want to talk about accountability because we talked in our prep call, you talked about internal versus exter external accountability. Talk to us about that because I talk about motivation a lot, internal versus external, right? Internal is you're a driver, you're, you, you know, you don't need to be told to go to the gym or, or to dial for dollars or or whatever that's internal external is you want to prove someone else wrong they told you, you couldn't do it that's external okay so talk to me about internal accountability versus external if you would greg from from a coaching standpoint here's how i define it <clears throat> and i would ask a coaching client in the past when it comes to you being held accountable to doing something where have you succeeded give me an example and then they tell me the example Sports is a combination of both. Your external accountability is the coach that's pushing you. That's <clears throat> telling you, did you practice? Did you hit all the, did you hit 500 balls today? You know, did you spend an hour on the putting green? Did you, did you, did you report back to me? Uh, a real great uh, example of external accountability is Gold's Gym, your, your trainer that you're paying to make sure that you show up. You're booking appointment, you're paying for something. And I think coaching in and of itself is a lot of external accountability. If you have to get on a call with me and we discussed one week ago that you were gonna you know, put 50 people into your CRM and, and segregate them properly into their stages and tags and sources and you didn't do it, you have to look at me and say, yeah, coach, I didn't do it. And I'm gonna say, why? And then they're gonna come up with whatever excuse that's there. So 
I think coaching is the best, you know, example of external accountability. Internal, if you're a person that works off of a reward system or a punishment system, okay? If I sell 5 million this year, I will reward myself with a trip to Hawaii and I'm going to take a little bit of every single check that I have and put it into a special Hawaii account. And if I don't, I have to take that money and write it to the political party that I hate. <laughs> Okay. And you pre-write the check and give it to your friend that you know is a whatever and gonna send yeah. it no matter what yeah, you tell them. Send it. Yeah. 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 So so those are two examples. And you have to figure out which one works for you. And and I can tell you the combination is really the winning solution. So, you know, whenever you're working with your coach or you're working with somebody at Tom Perry, we, we say, you know, all right, let's let's set some goals, let's set up some wins, let's set up some celebrations along the way, and let me help you be accountable. And and the biggest Thing for me is, is like, I want to have permission. Give me permission to give you exactly what you asked for from your coach. And you can't get mad at me when I do. Mm -hmm. That's great. Andrew, anything that you'd like to add to that before we wrap up? I think Greg said it beautifully. Accountability is key. And in my mind, Greg, went right away to running a team, which you do. And I know that we've talked about in the past, you, you leverage your CRM, which... <laughs> thankfully for, for us is follow up boss, but um, you use it for accountability. You can see the amount of calls, the amount of connections, the amount of work that someone puts in and, and they know that as well. Uh, and so that's, that's what you call transparency. Every, everybody knows what everyone's doing. Uh, the scorecard is there. You can pull it up real time. And so um, Greg, I, I would, I would think that that's been important uh, to running your business. Yes. Yeah, the, the, the CRM is the greatest form of internal accountability. And yeah. even it can be viewed as external. I mean, you know, it depends on last half empty or half full. But bottom line, it's the tattletale. If you're not doing the work, if you're not calling the leads, if you're not following up with your sphere, I can see it. Plain and simple. You and know, that's what's the asked me, what's the best type of CRM? And, 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 and a lot of the answers that a lot of the gurus are the one that you use, right? So... You know, you have this tool, this asset, you have to utilize it. You know, Andrew, you've been such a, a great help. And I've been, uh, you know, just so pleased with my experience. Follow-up boss is the CRM as a, as a team, as an agent that we use. And uh, beforehand, I said, hey, if we were to send someone more information, uh, you had graciously shared with the free trial button. So if anybody's interested, correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, they can go to followupboss.com and click on the free trial button in the top right corner and they can experience and, and, and learn about all the tools and resources and what they can expect with Follow Up Boss. Is that correct? Exactly right. Followupboss.com. There's a blue button in the top right corner, free trial. Thank that's, you. That that's awesome. And thank you for 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 your time. And and then same thing with you, Greg. I'd asked you if you wouldn't mind sharing. Uh, by the way, for those of you that are watching live or a replay, again, you can find these uh, resources. You can always shoot me an email uh, if you need me to resend this to you. But some of you are watching live. Some of you are watching a replay. Some of you are watching on Instagram. Those of you are on Instagram, the best way to get this is go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com. Hit the subscribe button under the Marketing Luxury Group. Watch a replay. Next week, I have Spencer Raskoff from uh, former CEO, uh, co-founder of Zillow, founder of Picasso. He's going to be on. We have exciting guests in the mix. That's where you can watch previous shows, episodes, 
or future shows. And Greg, you graciously shared with me your Instagram, which you see it on here, uh, Greg, uh, Instagram.com forward slash coach Greg Tom Ferry. And that's where they can follow you on Instagram, see some of the stuff that you're doing and be in communication with you. Is that correct, Coach Greg? Sure. And if anybody has any questions when it comes to coaching, absolutely just send me a, a message and, and we can chat. Well, guys, we've covered a lot today. I mean, going back from the beginning, uh, we talked about what not to do. Uh, we covered some best practices, follow up with your sphere versus your past clients. We talked about a little bit AI and how to use AI. And, and uh, you know, Greg, you talked about, you know, accountability, calling, texting. But for those those lost leads, those people that that aren't responding, you thought AI is a good time to incorporate at that at, at that. Uh, stage. You know, we talked about internal and external uh, accountability, right? And coaching is great for external accountability uh, and rewarding yourself internally. So some really some great nuggets. I got my friend down in Texas, Wally said, uh, you know, some great things about all of us on here as well. So again, if you guys are getting value from, from Greg, if you're getting value from, from Andrew or from this podcast live or replay, please uh, let us know. Leave us a like. Leave us a review. We greatly appreciate it. And as my sign in the back says on this side, prove them wrong is one of the things I talk about. I love that when someone tells you you can't do something. I'm all about raising the bar for the industry, no matter what brokerage you're with, and increasing your knowledge and your confidence. And I do believe that someday you're going to have to account for yourself and how many people you've affected positively no matter what brokerage they're with, or they're a newer agent or a seasoned veteran. I'm a big believer garbage in, unfortunately, garbage stays. So turn off the news, CNN, constant negative news. Fox is the same, doesn't matter. Negative, negative, negative. What you focus on expands. So keep raising the bar in the industry, Andrew. Keep raising the bar in the industry. Coach uh, Greg, I appreciate you. Appreciate you guys' time. Thank you for having us. Yeah, Thank thanks for having us. Looking forward to doing it again soon. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend, a great Friday. And for the rest of you guys, if you have questions for me, you want more information about Lux, our course, our designation, feel free to reach out. You can always shoot me an email. Again, my email is real simple. It's michael at marketingluxurygroup.com, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. And if you are interested in our new opportunity. I have our new book coming out, Secrets of Top Luxury Agents. If you want to find out more, go to secretsoftopluxuryagents.com. We'll send you an email. We'll send you a link with a 30-minute Zoom that we recorded everything about the book, what it is, what it isn't. If you're looking to differentiate yourself from the competition, you should consider our upcoming book, Secrets of Top Luxury Agents. Until the next show, I am your host, Michael Lafito. You guys are awesome. Go make somebody's day and prove others wrong. Take care.